listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Thursday, the 24th of March 2022. Later, Crown Resorts deemed unfit to hold a casino licence in Perth. We'll have more on that in a few moments. But first, just how high can interest rates go? Well, the level of household debt in Australia may play a part. And for more, I spoke earlier with Gareth Aird. He is the Head of Australian Economics at the Commonwealth Bank. Gareth, where do you see the peak in the interest rate cycle and why? We've got it quite low. Um, Our forecast profile only extends out to the end of 2023, uh, but we don't think over that period the cash rate is going above around one and a quarter percent. So we think the RBA will be hiking rates quite soon. We've got them uh, moving at the June board meeting, but we've got that peak in the cash rate over the next two years at just one and a quarter percent. Now, there's a risk that the RBA has to take a little bit further than that, but one and a quarter percent is what we consider to be the neutral interest rate, which is basically the interest rate where you would say that monetary policy is not exerting either a stimulatory or contractionary impact on the economy. Those risks, what would it take for it to go beyond 1.25%? Look, there's a few risks there. I think um, one would be fiscal policy and the, the fiscal settings there. If it turns out to be the case that fiscal policy remains quite stimulatory, And we've already got an early indication that the government may be using next week's budget to announce uh, some more cash uh, injected into the household sector to help them deal with cost of living pressures. Well, that actually contributes more to demand, would result in more upward pressure on prices, and that potentially could mean the RBA has to take the cash rate a little bit further. I think the other thing too is uh, to be mindful of that the Reserve Bank is basically waiting until the last possible moment to raise the cash rate. Uh, They want to see evidence that wages growth is already moving higher, that we're at full employment, and then inflation is sustainably within the target band. Now, we think inflation will be well above the target band by the time they get around to raising rates. That increases the risk at the margin, therefore, that they have to go a little bit higher than otherwise. But we're thinking about that basically at the moment as being the risk, not so much our central scenario. What about household debt, right? To what extent does it influence just how high rates can go and why? Well, for us, that's the key determinant around where we think rates will go and why we think that that neutral rate is actually so low. Uh, What we've had over a long period of time in Australia is basically rates going structurally lower. And as that's happened, um, households have borrowed more and more forgivable level of income because they've been able to service a a bigger mortgage. And obviously that money has gone into the housing market and that's pushed up home prices. What it means though now is when the Reserve Bank gets around to raising interest rates, uh, it'll have quite a material impact on debt serviceability because the stock of debt is so so large. So ultimately that means there's a a limit uh, on how high the Reserve Bank can go. And we think that rate's actually quite low just given how indebted the Australian household sector is. And finally, what about the relationship with the Australian dollar? Because it's currently at a four-month high. Yes, it's got more to do with the high commodity prices at the moment, but, you know, it's still connected to interest rates, obviously. Is the only way up for our currency? Well, the currency is very volatile and it's impacted by a range of things, uh, not, just ha- not, not just what's happening here domestically, as you alluded to, commodity prices. Of course, the US dollar and the, what's going on in the US economy also has an impact. Our chief uh, currency strategist is of the view that the Australian dollar is more likely to go up from here uh, rather than down. And his view is really that if you look at the fundamental value of the Australian dollar, 
it's below fair value based on where commodity prices are. We think the commodity prices will remain elevated as we go through this year, and that means that more usual relationship between the Australian dollar and commodity prices should reassert itself, and that means all our sequel, the Aussie dollar, should continue to drift higher. Gareth Ayre there, the Head of Australian Economics at the Commonwealth Bank. From interest rates, let's go to casinos and the final report from a WA Royal Commission found Crown Resorts unfit to hold a licence in Perth but has been allowed to stay open. For more, I spoke earlier with Michael McCarthy from Tiger Brokers. Michael, just how much of a big deal is this? Well, this finding today means real change in Western Australia, both for Crown and the way it operates its casino and for the West Australian government. Crown is committed to building better anti-money laundering protections and also doing a better job of ensuring that its patrons don't come to harm from their gambling. But the West Australian government is also going to spend more, uh, put in place further legislation and beef up its regulator to ensure that this new regulation is enforced properly. Now, I like the language because WA says it's unsuitable to hold a licence now, but it didn't necessarily revoke it, right? So do you see the company maintaining it? It appears that Western Australia is going to follow the path that Victorian government has taken with Crown and its uh, casino there. And that is, although it's expressed extreme displeasure at the way things have gone in the past, it's given a two-year window for Crown to make the necessary changes. Now, that change has already started at Crown. There's been a clean-out of the boardroom, uh, new executives appointed, uh, and it looks like there'll be further changes, uh, particularly in Western Australia. So overall, uh, there will be change. But the governments of both Victoria and Western Australia are very keen to keep Crown operating. It pays a lot of tax and employs thousands of people, and that's very important to both states. And finally, what do you think this means, if anything, for its $9 billion takeover by Blackstone? Well, shareholders appear unfazed by today's announcement. The share price is actually up slightly trading today. So first of all, I think that tells us that these findings were not unexpected. But secondly, the commitment of the government to provide an opportunity for Crown to repair the damage means that shareholders are unconcerned. Uh, and that trading just above $12.50 a share, it corresponds quite well to the bid price of $13.10. In other words, the market seems to be making a judgment that Blackstone's takeover of Crown will go ahead. Michael McCarthy there from Tiger Brokers and Crown shares did climb today by 0.25% on a day where the S&P ASX 200 rose 0.1% to 7,387. For more, I spoke earlier with Fat Profit CEO Angus Geddes. Look, there was a down day on Wall Street, which has had a bit of a knock-on impact, Um, but the Australian market is down less uh, than the US indices and I think a lot of that's due to the very strong uh, performance of the resources sector. You know, we had quite good commodity price increases overnight with oil, uh, nickel up. So that's flowing through to a lot, a lot of those resource companies today. Okay, so those increases in prices obviously feeding through to inflation. So inflation's really the big theme in the market right now. It's being inflated by the war in Ukraine. Just how exactly is it flowing through to the market? And as a result, have you had to change your investment strategies? Look, we've been of the view for some time now that inflation is going to be elevated uh, around the world, but also in Australia. I think that the RBA is perhaps underestimating the impact of inflation and where it could go in Australia later on this year. So we're certainly positioned 
for an inflationary environment. And, and by that, I mean, you know, we've got a lot of exposure to commodities and resources uh, and also the soft agricultural commodities, which are also uh, doing well in this environment. So stronger inflation will mean higher interest rates. Household debt in Australia is very, very high. Is there a threat that, that the consumer will pull back so much because of these rising rates, hindering economic growth? Is there a threat that Australia may fall into a recession? Look, I think uh, there is definitely a risk that the consumer is impacted by higher inflation and that could flow through to spending patterns. However, I think it's unlikely that the RBA will lift rates to the point where it pushes Australia into a recession. I think they will stop well short of that. Whether they succeed uh, in curbing inflation remains to be seen, uh, but we haven't really had any precedent from any central bank for the last 30-odd years where they've uh, raised rates to the point where an economy is tipped over. At the same time, the Australian dollar, it's at a four-month high against the US. Why and will that strength continue? Look, I think a lot of it's due to our improving trade balance with those higher commodity prices flowing through to boosting the value of our exports. Uh, and at 75 cents, I think the Australian dollar... Uh, is looking better than what it was, but I think it can go a lot higher. And, you know, I'm targeting 80 cents before the end of the year. And in this environment, where do you see the opportunities? I think that the commodity super cycle is going to persist for some time, so there's more upside there. Uh, also on the soft uh, agricultural commodity space, but also the banking stocks uh, and also some of the other financials, such as the insurance stocks like QBE, uh, they're going to benefit from rising longer-term interest rates. Uh, it's a tailwind for the, you know, for the financial sector, so they should do well. Also, let's not forget that you know Australia has a lot of value stocks, and value is outperforming growth at the moment in the face of those rising long-term bond yields. So I think, you know, Australia is quite well positioned compared to the likes of, say, America, which has a lot of expensive high-priced growth stocks, which are a lot more sensitive uh, and vulnerable to uh, those, those rising longer-term bond rates. Angus Skerries there, the CEO of Fat Profits. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decisions.